Unfortunately, a communist company, though, like, because I mean, it's made from Costco. Uh, and Costco's communist? Well, yeah. The idea is very communist, if you understand Costco, because what they want to do is they want to have all these people come in and, you know, be members. Buy in bulk. Buy in bulk, yep. So it's like, it's basically what communism wants. They want... You know, that big supermarket idea. They to buy bulk. Yeah. Stay uh, home. That's right. You just go to Costco. Costco is one of those places communists want for the people. It's like all the people like that are in the proletariat, like they just go to Costco. They go to Costco and buy their stuff. They go to Walmart, buy their stuff. It's like, that's what communism wants. Because ultimately, communists are lazy. <laughs> and they just want, like, an easy, like, way of, of handling things, an efficient way of handling. Not that efficiency is good. It's just under their kind of mentality it isn't, you know? As long they want whatever happens to them doing less work. Right. So they can just sit around being lazy while machines do everything. Yeah. But nevertheless, this is still it's a it's a good treat. Like Costco does uh, sell it. It's still good. It's still uh, it's still damn good. I mean, Costco does still like whether I like it or not. Yeah, they still sell good lie. food that I like. You know, like you can't lie. I can't lie about it. There is or But the thing is, is that like that's what com is. There's not like. Things that aren't good about communism. You know, there's some things that like that they possess within their idea that aren't necessarily good that I don't appreciate. It's just the ultimate end game about it. Uh huh. Yeah. It's like they just tittle, you know, tittle your fancy with these kind of little treats here from Costco. You know, it's you, like, know you like it this way, don't you? You know, the tasty treats. Thing is though, Americans are gonna change. You're still gonna have all your sports up through the professional level with all the fucking cutouts <laughs> in the stands. 
Nobody ever there again except for like the privileged. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the hardest people known for that team that are privileged. Exactly. Get to sit next to the cutouts. Cutouts. <laughs> wow. That's what we're becoming, yes. Next thing you know, the cutouts will be like the real people. <laughs> yeah. It's like people will be extinct. Communism has wiped everybody out. Yeah. You know, like these cutouts of people are still in this. Sounds like robots playing the game. Oh man, it's like a new video game. Robot LeBron James. <laughs> the funny thing is about LeBron James too is the fact that like. It's like he wants to be identified. He likes the idea of being called King James because it sounds prestigious. Ah. But the funny thing is, is that the idea of like the actual real King James, like King James, is like one of the worst kings in ah. history in England, dude. Ah. So it's like, why you'd want to be a what? the worst king? I know, like, why you'd want to be associated with like King James? Like, it was like beyond me. The the cool thing is about King James though is that he got like a actually. I have an interesting story about King James. He got, like, a uh, manuscript of the Bible, like, given to him. And he was like, what the hell do I do with this? I'm a fucking loser. I'm King James, dude. Like, what the hell do I do with this? A but it just, manuscript? Uh, yeah, a manuscript of, the like, all the books of the Bible. Like, and, like, he didn't know what the hell to do with it. Think... God, like there was actually like a di dignified man living in England at the time uh -huh. who was like second to basically King James in the parliamentary hierarchy of yeah. the United Kingdom, yeah. and it just so happened to be Francis Bacon. Uh -huh. Yeah, and like Francis Bacon ended up like finding out about these this the Bible that King James had like supposedly inherited somehow. And he's like, he wanted it, and he like ended up translating it, and that's where we get the King James Bible. We get the King James Bible from Francis Bacon, which is actually, in certain conspiratorial theorist categories, said to be William Shakespeare, and I believe it's true. Is the different levels of what's relevant as far as Bibles go because there's so many different different versions yeah 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 I know man it's uh it's an interesting thing I don't really know I like the idea of the King James Bible because if Francis Bacon just old fashioned well it's old English because it was like, once again, they call it Old English type because it was in the times of Old England, you know, which is King James time. Yeah. You know, so, but fortunately enough, there was a really smart guy that took possession of this and translated it in the Old English in the modern day Old English, Old United Kingdom terminology, which is where we get the Old you know, King James Bible from, you know, it's like, goes back to Francis Bacon. Francis Bacon was the translator for, it was a fact, this isn't conspiracy, like, he did translate the King James Bible, 
And some people would say that he was William Shakespeare at the same time. Which I think is true, because this is why, which is actually kind of crazy. Uh, but Francis Bacon was... <laughs> Hanging out, bonus coverage action here. Bonus <laughs> But yeah, so he was actually uh, said to be the father of Freemasonry as well, too. There, he's known for a lot of things, actually, Francis Bacon. And, uh, but his supposedly Francis Bacon's favorite god of mythology was the goddess Athena from uh, Greek mythology. Uh, from the Greeks. Yeah, the Greeks, the goddess Athena, and the reason why is because the goddess Athena would, she held the spear in her hand. Always. Like, you always see the goddess Athena depicted holding a spear. And it was to shake the spear at the ignorance of the uninitiated, of the occult, huh? of the of the mysteries, of the secrets of Freemasonry. She shook her fist at those people. That those people were they were a slave race, basically. Until you like shake yourself of the ignorance of of the lower self of an unevolved spiritual enlightened way of thinking or mystical kind of reality like you were living in ignorance and so she shook her fist or her spear at at people who were like uninitiated in the occult essentially that was like what she did and so that was like what Francis Bacon is a welcome no, and so like this is a sign. William Shakespeare is a name for the spear shaker, which is Athena, the goddess Athena, the Greek goddess, yeah. who shakes her spear at ignorance of the uninitiated. Uninitiated. Uh-huh. Yeah, the people who are blind, the people who take the vaccine. You know what I yeah. mean? The who take what is it like the uh, the serum? They take the serum. It's it's the fucking matrix, man. It's like they take the vaccine. It's like in the matrix too. Like they're taking the blue pill. They are, dude. They're the uninitiated. They're the ones who are living in ignorance. And Francis Bacon says no. Says he raises up the goddess Athena in this time and takes the spear. It's like, no, we are enlightened, we are empowered, we are free-thinking, we are self-governing. <laughs> we are in bonus coverage. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers to that. Huh? Wish we had some. Yeah, we drink it all. We got whiskey left, but I think we've had enough whiskey this time. <laughs> That happens in bonus coverage. I did it does. That's when the bottle gets taxed. Because <laughs> we're off work now. Yeah. We, we put in our 
45 minutes for the day and we're, we're clocking out. <laughs> Clear language is no longer necessary. <laughs> I don't think it was necessary during the uh-huh. podcast itself, unfortunately. Uh-huh. I think it was fine, just by under the radar, just fine. Uh-huh. <laughs> Nobody's uh-huh. censoring that shit, nigga. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Real proper like. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's done. What's that? We'll show you how it's done. We'll show you. We'll show you how it's done. Yeah. Are we showing them how it's done right now? Yeah. In bonus coverage. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Kind of liking the bonus coverage vibe. Indeed, we are. The bonus coverage is kind of what it's all about. Yeah. Because we're not trying to stick to one topic and one avenue of information. is endless. <laughs> it's an endless avenue of information. Uh-huh. And that's really what people want. They want to be taken out into the outer realms of consciousness and thinking, perspective, what? something that challenges them. Yeah, they want to take acid and go on a journey of mystical transformation. I no psychological effects or now trying acid and only body I it was amazing. Yeah, LSD acid has a very good, has a very awesome body high. Yeah, it was amazing. I was laying back in the tent, and the gorge campground is a gorge Washington. Awesome place. I love that area, too. That's a Columbia Plateau in there, man. That's like... And it was just amazing to just lay in your tent and listen to all the music going around. Oh, oh yeah. Wow. It, like, reverberates through that whole canyon, those canyon lands in there in the Columbia Plateau of, like, the yeah, Columbia you, River Gorge, yeah. You get drunk and trip out and... Dave Matthews or someone was in the background of your whole camping experience. Oh, yeah. Well, that's why Dave Matthews, like, he, like, totally, like, went there basically religiously for years, dude. Every year, it seems like he'd play play a concert at the Gorge or something because it's just... It's such an awesome place. It's such an awesome venue in like, the West Coast. I think he still goes there. Probably does, dude. Yeah, you just like don't know about it or something as much. But yeah, I mean, that whole area in there is just—it's awesome. The acoustics and stuff because it's the canyons and everything in there. Like I've seen some weird stuff in the sky out there too. Oh, I'm sure, dude. Like, yeah, I'm sure, like weird UFOs stuff. and shit like appear in. Because they know what's going on. The UFOs know, like, what people are doing. We're, like, we're down here. We're, like, tripping out. We're, like, getting uh, high, you know, like, you know, we're listening to music. We're getting into, a, like, they, a very a suggestive state. Yeah. They see the opportunity. They 
know that people are suckers and a bunch of weed lights in the sky in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah, it's like they know. They're an advanced... The UFOs are like an advanced intelligence form, whether it's artificial intelligence or what. We don't really don't know, but it's just we know they're out there. We know they have connection to our consciousness and can manifest themselves. We see them, and then they want to see how we respond because they know that we see them, and so they want to see our response, and then they, they'll fuck with us depending on what our response is. Huh? I don't know. That's what it seems like to me. To a certain degree, after a certain point, it becomes, uh, what do you call it, when they're wondering what's going on. You mean the artificial intelligence? Yeah. What, are they they're curious about, curious about us, or what? Yeah. Curiosity, or? I don't know if curiosity is the right word. Yeah, probably give you a better word that describes kind of their. what they're kind of. Well, you know, re- it's reasoning. It's kind of hard to describe something with no soul. But maybe that's what they are, is some kind of a soul. Only a soul. No physical. Right. That makes them interdimensional. That makes them appear at will in and out of this corporeal three-dimensional reality which we see, smell, taste, touch, feel. They're like live in the fourth dimension, you might say, or the the ethereal astral space. Astral travelers. Huh? Ethereals. Yeah, so it's like, but part of us, even though we live in this three-dimensional reality, is still connected to them. Because we have our soul. Our soul is what they are, like we're saying. Our soul is what? Our soul is of them. So we're connected through our soul to them, essentially. If our soul substance is the same as what they are, because like you said, they're not you know, a body, you know, bones, uh, flesh and bones, then yeah. it's like, then that's what makes them, you know, of the soul, their pure soul, of the essence of the soul, they're ethereal, they're... Yeah. I a caution. So... So that's why they can just manifest in and out of this reality, because they can easily do it whereas we we can't go in and out of this reality the only thing can go into the other dimension is our soul which can be possible potentially through dreams which is pretty much all subconscious or unconscious yeah or or unconscious or both yes Uh, well the subconscious is form of the unconscious I guess Mm -hmm. So yeah, that makes sense. It's on the same road. Well, yeah, which 
my opinion, is the soul. Uh-huh. Our soul is the unconscious. It's the thing that we don't see, but it is exists. Whether we want to believe it or does it or not. Yeah. And it's that thing that potentially lives out after death. Uh-huh. That explains the unexplainable of ghosts and apparitions and stuff. Are those just people's souls manifesting? Which would go to say that we don't die. No, only the physical body does. Yeah. And if you live in the... Ethereal realm, yeah. Realm, then you're more susceptible. More susceptible to what? The. Um, more susceptible to the influence of the ethereal spirits, or yeah, 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 yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, but living in a in a physical body. I think is called Prakriti. Prakriti is the name in Hinduism for like the corporeal body. It's called Prakriti, I believe. I'm tapping the Akashic records of Gnosis right now, and I believe it's. So you say the body is called Prakriti? Prakriti. P R A K R I T I. Prakriti. Prakriti, yes. And then the ultimate essence of being is uh, Atman or Atma in Hinduism. Atma. Atman Brahman is the ultimate essence of being. Whereas uh, Prakriti, Prakriti is the lowest corporeal form of existence. It's name that light yesterday on the Charles watching Abdon. A B D O N. Abdon? Abdon. Abdon? Yeah, I like that. Yeah, that's a cool word. Where did you see that? It was a guy's name on this Charles watching. He was like being interviewed. Abdon? Abdon. Abdon. That's a cool word. Different name, yeah. Abdon. Yeah, I liked it. I don't know why, but I liked it. Yeah, I like that name. That's cool. Cool name. So he was a character on a show, or like... It just, uh, they were just interviewing him. Okay. And so that's like his, like, real name or whatever, then? Yeah. Or he's not a character, then? Yeah, I never heard that name before. Uh-uh. Yeah, that's cool. It just seems so easy, too. Yeah. Ab, you call him like Ab. You yeah. Short, Ab for short, yeah. Yeah. Uh. Huh. Yeah, that's cool. That there was actually like, uh, <laughs> if we're going to be having kids. Huh? <laughs> Name for a kid. All right, let's call him this guy's name. Abdon. There you go, everybody. If you're uh, ready to conceive, name for you. 
Bonus coverage. Bonus coverage. Beat that shit up. Yeah, the bonus coverage is really where it just gets really, really real, and where we're uncut. Yeah, on the level, we're not trying to grind an axe of some kind of, some kind of agenda. You know, we gotta like, we, we gotta fight for. See, the news coverage is just where we like we fight for the, for the ideals. You know, the philosophy, the, you know, the truth kind. This is the uncut. Where the ideas come from. The ideas come from the uncut. So, might as well just go to the uncut and just like let people see what it's like where we're hashing them out, you know, hashing out the ideas and stuff. <laughs> My voice is getting scratchy. Well, see, that's fine in the uncut version. In the, in the uh, podcast episode it's like yeah I mean we we want to keep your voice uh, and you propped up as much as possible uh-huh. you know <laughs> I feel like there's more interaction between us which is what the people want to really hear in the uh, uncut bonus coverage yeah between us too yeah right which is really what it's about well, that's what anarchism news corporation is really all about yeah, it's about us just being free to say whatever the hell we want to say, like, in bonus coverage, where we're just, like, uh, we're not sticking to a script, you know, or anything, yeah. you know, like, we're, it's about us, like, communicating together, you know, like, trying to convey a point, or... convey many points, we're conveying many points in the bonus coverage episode. Yeah. We're taking people on the, the acid trip journey, dude, uh, you know, we're, just, we're Wherever it shall go, you know? <laughs> Where does it go? No one knows. Ride the magic bus. Peace. The West is the best. Huh. Oh, man, the doors. Jim Morse. We just went to the doors. See, it's like it's just an evolving system of thought and, like, progression of consciousness. Jim With, Morse. Within the three-dimensional property... Of corporeal existence, <laughs> scientifically speaking, <laughs> the doors. Yes, a channeler. Jim Morrison was a channeler, by the way. He channeled many things, many things through the music of the doors into existence through his voice. Bing, <laughs> conveying my point exactly. Ding. If you didn't already hear what I was saying, everything's all intertwined and interconnected under the influence of the psychedelics, the psychedelic experience. Fuck. What's up? Something. Some fucking retarded message. From Walmart. <laughs> Not even my pharmacy is just crap. <laughs> it's like a telemarket message from Walmart. <laughs> yeah, fuck. It's like, damn, you were trying to do bonus coverage here on the set of Anarchist News Corporation. Leave us alone, Walmart. Damn you. <laughs>
Like he holds like a tablet in his hand and it has the the Walmart sign on it. Uh, <laughs> it's hilarious, dude. Like that's where they get it from. It's an old Egyptian hieroglyphic symbol. It's hilarious. Yeah, from like a carving and stuff. Yeah, it's just, that's really what I believe it comes from. It's an old Egyptian thing. So it's like Walmart is Egyptian. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You can officially call Walmart Egyptian at this point. Walk like an Egyptian. <laughs> Walmart. Walk like an Egyptian at Walmart. <laughs> Bang gals. Bang those gals. B-52, or is it the Bengals? Or the B-52s saying walk like an Egyptian. I can't remember. Do you know who it is? Was it B-52s? Uh, we just went from the doors to B-52s. Just like that. <laughs> On bonus coverage. Uh, bone. Bone. Us. Coverage. Bangles or B-52s? Walk like an Egyptian. Who sang it? You know, please dial in to 1-800. Uh, ANC. What? Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's a lies. One day out the day Or it'd actually be like 1-800-555-ANC-9 nine-digit phone number. <laughs> Area code 1509. 